We have to go back! Hello everyone, welcome back to the Flashback Flicks Retro Movie Podcast. I'm Ricky. I'm Grayson. And today we are remembering the Titans by taking a look back at the 2000 movie by the same name, Remember the Titans. And Ricky, I love Remember the Titans, but the one thing for some reason I consistently forget is that this is based on a true story. Yeah, this movie is based on a true story about the Northern Virginia school that experienced uh, an enforced racial integration in 1971 and then went on to become state champions. Yeah, perfect season. 13-0. season. The story follows the real-life events uh, of that merging of uh, black students with a white school and neither side being particularly happy about the arrangement. Both schools had a proud football team, and now they are forced to come together and play as one team. Yeah, I think you could really summarize it with the lyric from Beauty and the Beast, where uh, both a little scared, neither one prepared. Remember Beauty the Titans. The Beast. <laughs> then somebody bends unexpectedly. Wow. Wow. I should have saved this for headcanon. <laughs> really, Beauty and the Beast is a football movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, this movie is, is so iconic. It is known as one of the best football movies and i don't know what it is about football movies grayson but man oh man do football movies make me want to play football i know like did you ever play football in high school Ricky? i did you did I what did. was your team name what uh, you were the fighting what's we we were the bulldogs the uh, bulldogs that's great so what, what was your position i was a right guard now, i thought that was a deodorant but that was uh, you you were the right guard you know what come to think of it that <laughs> explains why uh why i was not played a lot did you did you play all four years or so I so I, I had a, a much like Beauty and the Beast a tale as old as time. Uh, I played football and basketball uh, for three years in high school and then left it for theater, the stage. And so yeah, that was it. But this is blowing with- my mind. I I have known you for fourteen years and we've never talked about this. Well, it's because here's the thing. I guess it kind of ties into the movie, but. When you are a black boy in the South, you just tend to gravitate towards sports. It's just the thing that you do. When I was playing both basketball and football, I wasn't, like, really good at either. Uh, I played basketball freshman year. Um, A coach really liked my heart, but I was just not good. So every other year that I technically played, I was the manager. So I just kept stats for people on Uh. basketball. I love how I really like your heart definitely felt like a direct quote from that conversation. <laughs> it was. I really like your heart. Um, how are you with numbers? And, and then when I played football, I played football, uh, yeah, freshman, sophomore, and junior year. And I, I did a lot of those drills. Like I ran miles. Uh, we had wow. to do waterfalls, which is just, just a lot of running and heat with weight on your body. I enjoyed yeah playing um when that opportunity occurred yeah i i never got into like really watching the sports or keeping up with the sport as much as i really wanted to keep up with the titans and yeah. uh the 70s <laughs> the titans uh very compelling uh i don't have as personal a connection 
to actually playing football because as a theater kid in the South, the closest I got was Pep Squad. <laughs> so I was there. I was at these Friday night events. Um, yeah, it's bizarre, though. It is a very specific thing, I think, especially in in Texas. I mean, this oh, yeah. takes place in Virginia, but I guess by extension, the South is that like Friday night high school specifically football games, it was almost like church to people. Like, oh, it yeah. is just where you went on Friday nights. And it. I feel like that's what this movie really does well in those sequences, is capturing the passion and enthusiasm. Because if you don't get it, you don't get it. You look at it and you're like, why are they taking it so seriously? This town is so into football, but it, it's, you know, it's more than that. Right. Um, and that's so interesting. I never knew you were right guard for the Bulldogs. It was it was such a short uh, time in my life, and I ultimately left it for something I I enjoyed doing a lot more, which was theater acting. I had to do push-ups every time they scored, so I was actively oh. rooting against our team. Stop! You know, like winning. let's go for a skunk, big old goose egg. <laughs> but we were very good, and it hurt. In, in the movie, I mean, it's so iconic, and it's, like we said, based on a true story. There are some deviations um, from history. Oh, real Sikornian uh, <laughs> approach. Yes, 100%. I'm only going to share a few just because I don't want to take away from the story, because a lot of the differences are, I, I'd say, just purely technical um, like they added certain characters. Ryan Gosling is one of the uh, team members, and they added his character uh, to the story. Mm. Like he, like his character did not exist on the team. Well, um, you got Ryan Gosling. You're gonna make a role for Ryan Gosling, of course. Um, as well as um, uh, Mr. Non-team player. Uh, I'm I'm blanking on his name. So the friend of the captain. Yes, the, the friend of Ray. Um, Ray's yeah. former best friend. Um, he was also created. Most of the other featured characters were part of that team. The 1971 year that they did win uh, was not the same year that the school got integrated. It was integrated a couple of years earlier, and the school was integrated with three schools. Oh, wow. and so, but they were all still racially integrated schools. They merged three schools that created the new. Uh, very full classrooms, I assume. They won like 13-0. They were just super good at the time. Like like nine of the 13 wins were shutouts, meaning uh, zero points were scored by the other team. And, oh, um, man. To be the pep squad on the other team. Uh, like, ah, sit back, boys. <laughs> They're going down the technicality road with saying, Sunshine's mm. hair wasn't that long. Like, that's kind of... <laughs> Okay, so now at this point, we are literally splitting hairs. We are literally splitting hairs. Got it. Pretty much all, everything else is uh, like just story structure differences. But I, I, I thought that it was it being a true story was so compelling. And we've reviewed a couple of movies based on true stories, even just so, mm -hmm. even just recently with the Social Network. I find that building movies based off of true stories to be particularly inspiring because whether it is true or not people are still led to the original story uh and i think it is particularly inspiring especially if it is a true story that inspires a feature film that has to converge a bunch of other plot lines and stories to you know this feature 
Right. And people really resonated with the Titans. They remembered them well. Uh, with a budget of $30 million, uh, it went on to make $136 million worldwide. Wow. Well, I know as a middle schooler in Texas, this movie was basically required viewing. It didn't even take place in Texas. This was such a huge movie. Like people talked about it at school. They were showing clips of it in churches and it just became so incredible. I remember listening to the soundtrack. It's got great music throughout the whole thing. Uh, we would, I remember being in our Dodge Durango, just listening to this soundtrack, uh, driving through the Texas suburbs. And I mean, it's got such a great message to it and it really you know, just resonated. Um, so yeah, it, and I think in my mind, it took place in Texas because of how much people really globbed onto it here. Um, and because Texans are kind of known for remembering things, right? It's, it's Oh like yeah, absolutely. I think that's why I, yeah. it also, I also thought it took place in Texas. Yeah. You remember uh, the Titans and the Alamo and yep. you don't mess with either of them. Absolutely. I remember watching, remember the Titans in school, like in high school, more than I ever watched it at home. Like, and I watched it a lot. We watched it. Uh, th this definitely uh, found its way somewhere in the YMCA Criterion Collection. Uh, but I watched it way more in a school setting more than I didn't. I I, I do remember. Don't quite I, remember. <laughs> I I do distinctly remember one viewing of Remember the Titans took place. In a biology class, I don't, sure. I do not know the the segue into it. I just remember being in that biology lab and like watching Remember the Titans next to uh, a Bunsen burner, uh, and so <laughs> it, it definitely happened. Uh, one of the things I did notice this time watching this movie that I didn't realize before was how dense the racial tension was. Um, oh, yeah, I, I, I think at, as, you know, a younger human uh, with not as big of an understanding of the world, I'm just like, oh, they just don't get along because they're different. OK, well, they're going to figure it out because football. Uh, but then watching, I'm like, oh, my goodness. Why? I the stakes are so much higher. Like it's this is mm -hmm. this is huge. Like the fact that this there is an other side to any character's arc is Amazing, especially when it's firmly planted in 1971. Mm -hmm. um, and so I there's that thing. But also the storyline of the Football Hall of Fame people like trying to get the coaches to rig games. Um, that fortunately uh, was a device of the film. Uh, that did not take place in real life, uh, according Some bold to... Bold claims there about the football <laughs> board, I guess, yeah. Uh, uh, according to uh, uh, the then-living Herman Boone in an interview, uh, after the movie was released, they talked to him, and he was like, oh, yeah, no, that tracks, uh, th that's kind of different, or um, no, that didn't happen. I mean, there were some bad plays, but no more than any other kind of game. Um, and also, my favorite thing to realize this time is that uh, the coaches, uh, during the final game, that was when they finally started working together. And I'm just mm. like, this is their training camp <laughs> moment. I I fought tears from this movie 
Oh yeah. Throughout, I'm just like, nope, no, we're not gonna. We're just gonna. We're gonna. We're gonna hold on to the strong side, and we're just gonna make it through this movie. <laughs> left side, strong but, side. On your left. Oh man, but man, oh man, when uh, when Elastic, when Louis Elastic, ran up to Denzel Washington and hugged him and said, "I got a C plus," I was like, I cannot. I can't hold back anymore. I wept. Yeah, uh, it's a very emotional movie. Um, I mean, and I, I say emotional, and I'm not more specific just because it brings out so many different emotions. Like there's joy, there's anger at a lot of the bigotry that's portrayed here. And it's, um, yeah, it's, I I remember this being a fun football movie when I was a kid. And right. be, when I watched it before, I guess I had been beaten down by the world. I was like, oh, I get it. They're from different schools. That would right. be hard. And now watching it again, and I've watched this so many times, like none of the plot really surprised me. Like I remembered plot points, mm -hmm. but it in a lot of ways, it felt like I was watching it for the first time just yeah. with a completely new filter. Because I guess it has been like, over a decade since I've watched it. Um, I just watched it a lot when it first came out. And so like watching it now, you're like, what a deep movie. And I mean, it's on Disney plus it's a Disney film and the way that they're able to portray the racism and the hate and, and just that whole environment, um, they basically push it as far as I feel like Disney can go with the language, especially like they're oh, yes. using slurs, but they're like, it's really interesting how they they're able to construct this. And like you said, you watched it in school, which is amazing to be able to see these examples of like, this is how, how uh, devastating and disastrous, uh, you know, racism can be. And, and, how we are better together and, and build together. Like it's a great example of that. And it's all done through the lens of teamwork and football. Like football is just a metaphor for the society of this town and by extension. And so that was also a really interesting thing watching it. So this, this school was like 10 minutes from where I lived in DC. And yeah, we, oh, wow. we took, we took a couple of weeks off cause I had to move to Texas. Uh, but it was, uh, really interesting to watch this, uh, being like, Oh, I know these areas. And when I was reading through the, well, when it came up at the end of the bios of the real people of where they are now and all that, I was just thinking like, it's, these people were in my community and I had no idea. Like I just wow. didn't make the connection there. And so that was really interesting and kind of uh, exciting being like these heroes live among us basically like you just don't know and it is the the kind of heroes that Denzel Washington is portraying here where you know you you do the work you uh I mean there's a humility but an intensity and you know the the results show the the results prove itself basically um where he's like, we're going to put in the hard work and that's how we're going to bring people together. Uh, it, it's fascinating. It was, it was like a whole new watching experience to something that I thought I knew. So I'm really glad that we watched it because uh, it's just, it's such an important film and it does it in a way to where I feel like 
you could sit a 10 year old kid down and being like, Hey, watch this movie. Let's talk about it. And so I'm, I'm really glad that we, we dove into this. Absolutely. Well, and another interesting thing about the movie just as, as an entity is that it, it really ushered in a different, a tonal shift uh, for sports movies, uh, mm. especially under Disney. Prior to Remember the Titans, most of the sports movies that Disney was producing had a dog in it uh, or um, <laughs> a Bad News Bears-esque ragtag team of like quirky kids like, you know, the Mighty Ducks. Angels in the Outfield. Angels in the Outfield. Um, but like after Remember the Titans and how well it did, uh, Disney also made Miracle, Invincible, Greatest Game Ever Played, McFarland, USA, um, Glory Road, just so many other sports films that are based off of um, real events uh, and has this kind of heart to it. I think the, like the big precursor to this, what it, what it reminded me a lot of was Cool Runnings. Um, and that yeah. was seven years before this movie was made. And mm -hmm. so Cool Runnings, yeah, definitely had a very comical feel a lot of the time, but it dealt with you know racism in sports and being told like, this is what you can do and this is what you can't do. And so really taking you know, that subject matter and putting it in America and the not too distant past, I think it really clicked with people and it really, it resonated in a big way. I thought it was interesting in the scene where they uh, have to jog to Gettysburg. Um, you know, Coach Boone makes the point that, you know, the people that died here, the people that died in the Civil War were fighting the same fight that we're fighting today. And that's still true for us, which I think was this massive light bulb moment when I was watching. I was just like, man. Like I, I wish, I wish Remember the Titans was the movie that fixed everything. Um, but it, it's the responsibility of, you know, showing up, doing the work and, um, you know, really just recognizing who your teammates are. Absolutely. This movie went on to inspire a lot of other people. I, I remember I watched a, a cool news segment about the high school that Remember the Titans was about and there are people who have traveled across the country the the world to go to the school from remember the titans wow um, yeah and it's it's very fascinating so uh something that i kind of want to give our audience as like a fun little piece of homework is uh on youtube they have a ton of interviews with people who were team members of remember the titans the movie's great like undeniably but I, I encourage you to go kind of see what people have to say about this actual time in history uh because i i one of the interviews i watch is with two players who were on the team and they admitted they're like yeah well, i wasn't really a big fan of the integration of the team but like our coach really did bring us together like he really did switch buses instead of having a the white players on one bus and the black players on another, like he actually did have them switch seats and get to know one another because like that yeah. was important. And so knowing that that kind of change can be happening, not just in the movie world, it's inspiring. Yeah. I, I think it was really interesting too, to see the different levels of how different characters are kind of ostracized from the main Alexandria community um, where 
yep, it's predominantly about race, but you mentioned sunshine, you know, it, it addresses homophobia in at this time and in this place as well, and how he's also, you know, kicked out of restaurants and whatnot. Uh, I mean, even Ethan Suffley's character, like the obesity of him, they don't talk about it a whole lot, but you get the feeling that he's been kind of ostracized because of how he looks and, and his weight and all that. And so it it it's this community of people that find belonging with each other. And I think that's just such a beautiful message. Absolutely. Even Hayden Panettera's character, like, yeah, uh, she doesn't really like do girly, like quote unquote girly things, according to the characters in the movie. Uh, like Denzel Washington tries to get her to play dolls with his daughter. And she's like, I'd rather watch the game film. And so it's like just being authentically you and not having to fit into these different boxes is seen in so many different levels to where ultimately every single person in the movie is having to confront their own comfort zone and step outside of it. I think one of my favorite things about Remember the Titans is their their music that they did. Like the the they they did sing. That's another thing that is true. Uh, the Titans would sing. Uh, different songs going onto the field uh, yeah. to intimidate players. They didn't necessarily dance as much, uh, according to history, uh, but they did sing a lot. And uh, one of my favorite songs is, uh, it's kind of like the call and repeat. So if you wouldn't mind, Grayson. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I'll just repeat whatever uh, yeah, so, this is going to be. Yeah. yeah. Everywhere we go. Everywhere we go. People want to know. People want to know. Who we are, who we are, so we tell them, so we tell them, we are headcanon, we are headcanon, unique ideas about the movie and untold stories based on evidence provided by the film, unique ideas provided by the movie and untold, oh you're right that is hard, <laughs> I don't have it memorized, vindication, <laughs> I owe you the biggest apology, Headcanon. Yes, Headcanon is a part of the show. We share with you unique ideas about the movie and untold stories based on evidence provided by the film. Uh, it's difficult, as always, with movies based on real life. Uh, but I, I would like to say that I I really like the headcanon um, that football solves everything. Um, oh. And that we just need to we just need to get into a everyone just needs to go play football and solve all the world's problems. Well, it's uh, summer. It's supposed to be baseball season but <sighs> yeah i agree sports times <laughs> uh yeah you're right headcanon for true stories is very difficult um but i did some sleuthing um about the timeline here okay. and realized that when this is happening forrest gump would have been back from vietnam wow and uh i believe it's around the time he would have been giving the speech at lincoln memorial and uh so my headcanon is that he got a little nostalgic back when he used to play high school football and he was in the crowd uh because it's like I said, it's very close to Washington, D.C. I think he popped on down to Alexandria. He had also seen in, you know, in the past the, the integrated schools. And uh, I think he just he wanted to see a game. And so, yeah, Forrest Gump is in the crowd of that final game. Go and find him. <laughs> I don't It's a, a wild goose chase. But go and find Forrest Gump in the final game. Okay. So I am currently looking at a clip 
of uh of Forrest Gump running in across the football field. And you know what? It tracks. Mm, mm, mm. Literally, because he runs. Get it? Track. Um, yeah, it's, you track it. He it tracks and it fields. Yes, it tracks and fields. Well, because he was he was in Alabama when he played ball, but I think after Vietnam, you know, he was in the area, and he would have been like, "I'm gonna go see a football game," and then he, yeah, he went and he was there, and he was like, "I don't know much about a lot of things, but I remember those Titans." If we, yeah, that's just one voiceover away from being, um, <laughs> from head head true. Well, that sounds like a recast and remake. That oh, just you're, gotta, you're uh, right. We need the gump cut. <laughs> the gump cut. All right, now we're going to go to the part of the show where we like to talk about recasts and remakes. Recast, remake. If this movie were to be made today, who would you cast? What would the storyline be? Uh, I mean, Donald Fiazon, just everyone who has already been in the movie, age them up. Uh, mm-hmm. Ryan Gosling... Uh, and uh, Donald Fiazon, I just want them to take on the coach roles. Yeah, uh, it's like uh, it's like what we do with Drumline. Right, exactly, exactly. Yeah. I only had one recasting. Oh. It's one name, three parts, one period. Yes. Sterling K. Brown. <sighs> it's... Uh begging for it in fact you know what would be really interesting like i would love to see basically sterling k brown lead a friday night lights spinoff of remember the titans Mm. called this is friday night lights colon titans titan night lights or or no it could just be uh friday night lights colon uh remember the titans and then Mm. it's just Mm -hmm. It's basically, it takes place, it's basically uh, High School Musical, the musical, the series. Got it. Yeah. It's uh, a school. Oh, so it's about the the actual school, the people that go, okay. Yeah. It's about the school. It's about them uh, trying to, like, reclaim the glory days of, like, when they were undefeated. And it's about that school, about other things that are happening in the town. And I think that that would be really, really interesting. I'm going to take it one step further and say yeah. that that school is putting on Remember the Titans, the musical. And so they're casting people that were actually students at that school portrayed yeah. by yeah. the actors in this film. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, the season finale, Denzel Washington shows up. I mean, you could bring Denzel Washington back. <laughs> I mean, you can bring Denzel Washington back anytime you want. Right. Uh, but if we're recasting, I think uh, Sterling K. Brown would be a very strong choice. Absolutely. I just came to the conclusion that Denzel Washington can just describe whatever he wants. And it sounds so <laughs> intimidating. It's just like a normal everyday thing of like, uh, I put my shoes on one foot after another. I always salt my eggs and I will not be intimidated. It's just like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, I'll save that for reasons to recommend, but everything that he says is a quote. Like, I mean, it's everything. all like so strong. Everything. It reminds me of uh, like in Trumbo with Brian Cranston, where they say it's like, uh, they say like, why is it that everything you say sounds like it should be carved into marble? Yeah. He just has these monumental quotes that, yeah. So strong. All right. Now we're going to go into our final segment where we like to give you our reasons to recommend 
So Grayson, why would you recommend Remember the Titans? So I feel like I've been recommending it throughout the episode. We have been effusive about our praise. But I would recommend Remember the Titans because, well, let's start with the performances. Denzel Washington is an anchor to this in all the best ways. So his focus, his intensity in the movie, I mean, it's it's a the central point to which everything else hangs around. And so this really easily could have been just a completely ensemble piece uh, because you have such strong performances from like Donald Faison and even Hayden Pantier as a child. And you have uh, just so many great characters and performances. And I feel like there are a lot of actors where this was the only thing I saw them in. And so when you watch it back, you're like, oh, it's like meeting an old friend. You know, it's like, I haven't seen you in so long, but there's so much that character. Um, so that was fun to dive back in and explore. Um, but this movie is so full of highs and lows. Every time there's a win, it's balanced out with a loss. And I mean, every minute is just packed with heart and emotion and it keeps moving. And so I think there's just such a, an emotional depth to this movie. Uh, like I said, it's an important movie. It's a movie definitely rewatching every couple of years because I feel like it is so uh, just, you know, through the filter of current events, it, it does change your perception of, of what's happening. And so if you have not seen Remember the Titans lately, please check it out. It's on Disney Plus and the core message of it is so strong. And more important now than ever, which is we are so much stronger together than we are apart. Um, so I, I could keep on. I'm getting emotional. I'm going to stop and just say, watch Remember the Titans. I would recommend Remember the Titans because the root of the story is so impactful, especially today, being June 2020, because for me... It was very encouraging, even when tensions have been high uh, and that there has been injustice, anger, hurt, uh, fear of so much. There was still an opportunity for unity. Um, this team overcame uh, their own prejudices. Um, and it, I think the re a really good thing that this movie does is it shows you how everyone kind of has their own bias. It's so equal and fair mm. on how everyone is standing basically on their own side, skeptical and afraid of each other. Um, and it just does such a good job of tearing down these walls that these people have built up against each other and themselves in such a way that uh, in movie magic, it almost feels like, oh, well, you just need to play football and you can solve <laughs> all those things. Uh, but they chip yeah. at it. It doesn't just all happen all at once. This movie does a really good job of making these characters struggle off the field as well as on the field. Mm. Uh, and I think that that is uh, a perfect metaphor for life because uh, it's not to say that life is not without its challenges, but it means that we can still find victory together. Uh, and so that is the reason why I recommend Remember the Titans, because uh, especially in a time where I feel like I'll, I'll just speak for myself. I felt very hopeless, very discouraged, 
and disappointed in humanity as a whole, uh, I was remembering that, again, we are standing on the shoulders of Titans. That is why I would recommend Remember the Titans. It's beautiful. There's nothing more to say. Thank you. And that is our review of Remember the Titans. Let us know what you remember about Remember the Titans. Remember. Remember hard. <laughs> uh, let us know what you remember about Remember the Titans on our social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We are at Flashback Flicks. And it would mean so much to us if you could leave us a rating and review on your favorite podcasting platform of choice on a scale of one to five strong sides. Uh, um, mm-hmm. Which... Um, how many strong sides would you rate it? Because if, if if you rated a one, I mean that would be left side. You'd be on the left of the scale. <laughs> then we have strong side. I love so it maybe, when I don't know. <laughs> the rating system gets so convoluted. Like, oh, I thought I knew what I was gonna rate it. Now I don't know. Because they say it a lot. They say it like at least five times. They do. You know, good. I'll leave it there. Because we don't have the music rights for the other reference I would make. And Disney will sue. And be sure to tune in next time right here on the Flashback Flicks Retro Movie Podcast. Until then, remember to be kind and rewind. Next time on the Flashback Flicks Retro Movie Podcast. With the trailer for Bill and Ted Face the Music dropping... We are excited to travel back in time to 1989 to our second favorite duo traveling in a telephone box. The first one is obviously Peabody and Sherman. Oh, what were you going to say? You don't know them. With Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. Excellent! Air guitar. <laughs>